This is Drew Gulak, and you're listening to Markin' Out. This is Markin' Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we Markin' Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we Markin' Out, y'all. Markin' Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we Markin' Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, we Markin' Out, y'all. We're Markin' Out. Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 429. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. You are listening to the best pro wrestling podcast out there. And I am one of your hosts. I am Dave, the Rave, a.k.a. Dr. Dave on the podcast. I am also alongside here with Brandon. But real quick, before we get to Brandon... Make sure you go check out all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, Searcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play. Give us a like on Facebook. Go check us out on Twitter at MarkingOut, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, at BTTG161, at Chris Weendog. Unfortunately, Chris cannot join us this week, but we do have a replacement. Unfortunately, nope, we do not. But... Go check out YouTube, youtube.com slash markingout11, and send us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com. But make sure you buy a t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I'm doing awesome as always. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm doing good, doing good. And it stinks that, uh, unfortunately, Chris is unable to join. Yeah, he's got to prepare for the end game. Yeah, he is preparing <laughs> for end game, and... I'm, you know, I'm excited for it. Are you going to see it this weekend? Yeah, I have tickets for Saturday and I'm like worried. I'm going to, I already saw something that like was probably a spoiler, but I, I don't know. Oh, no. How? Because they had their, their premiere event and there was somebody on the carpet that like the only reason why they might've been there was because they were in the movie. Oh, no. But in the same sense, I mean, Miley Cyrus was there, and she's never been in the films before, so I don't think... Yes, she has. No, she has not. Yeah, she has. Oh, you're right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so is she going to also... What the hell? That's two people. Yo, I'm sorry if you just got spoiled. (laughs) All right, well... Thank you. Oh my god. I completely But no, but then again, she's married to a Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. So And it's like is he I mean, he was in one of the Thor movies. Will he be in this movie? <laughs> yeah, Miley was uh in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, she was just a voice. And then but like I mean, her husband Liam was Thor in one of the Ragnar- I think it was Ragnarok in the when they were doing the play. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was him and Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's really funny that I was like, I just happened to bring up that was Miley Cyrus, and then you were like, no, but she was, and I completely forgot. Yeah, a lot of people forget that she was, uh, she was in that. But I didn't. I didn't mention the other person who was most likely I, an actual spoiler, perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. I I think I may be holding off for, I don't know, I may have to see it next week at some point. Dude, like, you should just, like, the first chance you can get. 
I know. I it's, know. It's, it's I think it's going to be very difficult to not be spoiled. Like, I, I get the whole, like, don't spoil the endgame stuff, but, like... I mean, remember, I was spoiled with Infinity War, but I had no idea. Like, you told me, you're like, you were already spoiled, but you don't recognize, like, realize it yet. When I don't they, remember. Like, I saw something from... It was a wrestling tweet, and it was... Someone was fading away, and I had no idea what oh. it meant. And you told me, like, that I saw something that spoils something, and I had no idea. I didn't put that with that. So I cannot wait. I There's so much that could happen. There's so much that may happen. I mean... Maybe uh, maybe we'll get some X-Men. <laughs> you know, just, maybe I we'll would, get some I, X-Men. I don't think we will, but... Deadpool, Fantastic Four... So much can Maybe happen. Maybe Taylor Swift will be in there as a dazzler. <laughs> hey, you, you don't know. You don't know. Would you recast X-Men? Like, I mean, would you? They have to. I like the cast. I don't need to. I, I mean, I like it too. But, you know, I feel like they have to do their own X-Men to do. If not, it's not going to do their entire Avengers series any justice. They have to do they their own. They just use the current ones. I mean, they have a, a, another X-Men movie coming out later this year, so it's not like... Yeah, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. And then they have the other one, I think, if it's still happening, the... What is it, like, um... Hmm. I don't know if it's... Is it New Mutants, or is that the TV show? I think that's the TV show. I, I think... I'm almost certain there was another X-Men movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I liked uh, on the Tonight Show they did a uh, parody of "We Didn't Start the Fire" with all the Avengers singing about the the all the events. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Hmm. What is? Let's see. Let's see here. What are what are some of your predictions for that movie? I don't have predictions. What do you mean? I'm not gonna go in know. with a. I don't know, predictions, <laughs> just spoilers. I don't know. I that think that... Heyman jokes. I think Captain's done. I think Captain is done. That's for sure. Yeah, because I mean... You also said that the last movie. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I, this one, he is done. I think he's going to sacrifice himself he to... He wasn't even in Black Panther, and you said it about that, too. <laughs> I did. I did. Um... I thought so. Well, the only reason I thought Black Panther was with the shield, with the his shield. You literally just keep thinking Captain America's done, and he's he's still there. Yeah, he keeps on living. He keeps on going. But yeah, so I expect this movie to be amazing. I think it's going to break records. I, I think it already did based on pre sales. Yeah, that's insane. I have to, sit, did I have to sit by myself. Why? You're not going with anyone? I'm going with two other people, but there was not three tickets together. That's so weird to me, and I kind of hate that. What? Like, I kind you of, have to I kind actually of, pick seats now? Yeah, I kind of hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of dumb, but whatever. I mean, yeah, a movie... But then, then again, it's like you, you uh, pre-order a ticket how many months in advance, and you show up to the theater... Although I guess if you're pre-ordering that many months in advance, you're not going to show up to be one of the last people there. So, yeah, I I don't get it. I know Chris is doing the special fan event tomorrow night. 
What is it? I have no idea. I don't know what you get with it. Maybe you get like a collector's poster, popcorn, soda. I don't know. Should Maybe I, someone should I, should I buy the collector cup? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. And it's like that's another thing. It's a, like it's a three plus hour movie. Should, do I even get popcorn and soda? Where it's like if I finish it before the previews even start, then I have to go to the bathroom. No. I think I'm going to have to skip out on popcorn and soda. Yeah. I, I think I have to because, like, I don't want to miss anything. I think you got to. I, I ran out. I had to run out during Captain Marvel. Ooh, that's I missed, embarrassing. I, not, I mean, I didn't, like, run out, but <laughs> <laughs> I had to beat her in Captain Marvel, and I left and, and came back. It was just, like, a little tiny piece that I missed that wasn't, like, detrimental if I missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, out of Endgame, I just hope some sort of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in there. I don't think it will be, but it would be pretty cool. I know that show comes back in like two weeks. I I don't, I could see, I could see that. Yeah. But uh, how was your Passover? My Passover came and went and passed over. Yeah. Pretty much that was it. Did you not have a No, it was, it was a good Passover. I, I love satyrs. Why? Uh, I don't know. Like, for me, this is the most... I love to eat the bitter herb. <laughs> no, I actually... This is my most favorite... Um, holiday? Holiday. Even more than Christmas? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know. But why? What is it? Because of your gathering of family or... Yeah, I like the gathering of the family. I like reading the the Haggadah. I like I hate reading. I I like I love I love reading the story. I love the Seder plate. I love the tradition of it. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of. It's not like a holiday you're supposed to celebrate, though. It's it's like, oh, death. No, it's you say Happy Passover, which doesn't make sense to me, given the. It's not. It's not like Yom Kippur where you say Happy Yom Kippur. You, I mean, you don't say Happy Yom Kippur. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't say that. But I, and that's what I don't understand because it's not really – you're not celebrating Passover. You're remembering it. But you're celebrating their um, – them being – Moses setting them free and everything. And you remember the story. I'd rather just watch the – Rugrats Passover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's one of my favorite ones. Which I think is a great, like, if you're, like, wanting to know anything about Passover and you don't know anything about it, that, I think, is a pretty good starting point. I actually think that it's, that they should have that airing on TV, like, the entire day. Kind of like how they do Christmas Story all day long. They should be airing Rugrats Passover all day long on, like, Nickelodeon or something. Maybe they did. I didn't tune into Nickelodeon to see. Neither did I, but I would assume they didn't. Mm. What about you? How was your Passover? It was good. I went to uh, two houses in one night. Wow. Yeah, and how was that? Duty. It was fine. Uh, first, I went to my grandma's, did the Seder there, and then uh, went for a little bit to my aunt and uncle. Wow. Yeah, That sounds cool. Did you did you do the Seder deal? Not, did you not uh, read? Yeah, I did, which I hate doing. Wow. It just it puts too much pressure on you. It's like I'm not a book reader. I don't want to like, 
I don't sit there like A, B, C or anything, but it just puts too much pressure on me where it's like, I don't want to, I just don't want to read. It's like, I know everybody there, but I just, I don't like public reading. I don't like anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like I could follow along in the Haggadah, but. Um, I love it. Did you crush happy hour? I didn't. It's Passover, David. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I did find out that a product that I've been eating my whole life has pork in it, though. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah. I happened to look at the can yesterday, and it says beef and pork, and I was like, oh, okay. No way. Yeah. After all these years of you saying you've never eaten pork or that you I never said I've never eaten pork. I stopped eating pork. It just, like, was gross to me. But you wouldn't eat pork. What do you mean? I would. I used to eat pork. I used to eat ribs. I used to eat the the pork inside of an egg roll. So what? That's is like this, one thing. Uh... I, I just one thing in my one time. Not one time. I don't know when it happened, but it just like in my head clicked. Like, oh, pork is kind of gross. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. It's not like the taste because I remember ribs being dope, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's just I'm not like a pita person or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys could eat as many pigs as you want. I don't. I don't care. I mean, nothing wrong with you if you are a pita person, Brandon. I mean, just uh, don't care to say it. There's a fine line there. <laughs> they push agendas, and it's not. I don't think it's right. Mm-hmm. Like I'll tweet to them every so often. Do you have any good hamburger recipes? <laughs> but other than uh, Passover, I last night actually I banged my elbow as I was leaving a, a a room. Yeah. Didn't even realize I was bleeding until I saw a pool of it on the floor. He's like, hardcore. Damn. Yeah. He's hardcore. There was like a, a a pool of blood on the floor. I was like, oh no. And I was like trying to see it on my elbow. And I grabbed a paper towel and I like put mm-hmm. it over the the cut. And it's like a really tiny, small cut. But yeah. it was, a, I guess, a really hard hit that <laughs> poured out of me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. So what else you got to tell me about your week? That's uh, That's about it. I'm going to hopefully be going out to uh, Maureen's Kitchen tomorrow. Never heard of it. But you have heard of it. Yeah. It's like that super like hard to get into place. Because they're mm-hmm. only open from morning to like 3 o'clock or whatever. Nope, don't know it. Yeah, I've talked about it before. I haven't talked about it in a while because I haven't been there in a bit. But uh. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to shoot for pancakes. I remember it being very good there. Mm-hmm. But it's like I want I want other things to do out there. I like I, I want like historical Long Island, but there's not like much that I'd be into. I guess. Like they're like I don't want to say they're no name people, but I don't know these people. Like Teddy Roosevelt, I know, and Sagamore Hill is cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's a cool place to go to. But I want more. I feel like Ariel from <laughs> Little Mermaid right now. Oh, I thought it was more uh, 
Actually, no. I guess it would be that. I was thinking more, um, I want it now. From, uh, Queen? Willy Wonka, kind of. Willy Wonka? Oh, August. No, whatever yeah. her name is. The girl. Yeah, Veruca Salt. Yep, there you want. But, like, there's a, there's a bunch of historical stuff on Long Island. It's just not, like, I, I don't know. It's, like, hard to, I don't know. Yeah. I, I need, like, a tour guide. That's what I need. I need yeah. a tour guide for that, and I want I want one time to just, like, pull every single, like, town reference from a Billy Joel song and do that as a tour. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Well, that's about it. So how about we get into uh, some sports entertainment and speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. This was a very boring opening. I gotta agree with you. Raw and SmackDown were very boring. Lackluster. Triple H opens the show, immediately gets cut off by Seth Rollins, which I thought was just all pointless. It was like Triple H is telling Seth Rollins, he goes, but now we need a number one contender. Who faces the champion? And it's, it was as if uh, Seth Rollins had no idea that there were two triple threat matches happening that night. He was like, oh, let me guess. Paul's been calling you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like just read www.com. That's where I found out there were going to be two triple threat matches. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, and it wasn't Paul Heyman. Triple H goes, no, you got two, two triple threats. And then everybody in those matches came out to say why they're going to win and defeat Seth Rollins or whatever. Yeah, they had everybody uh, coming on out. For the first match, you had AJ Styles defeating Drew McIntyre and now making his way onto to Monday Night Raw, the United States champion Samoa Joe, which uh, was a match that could have been on SmackDown, so there was nothing new here. And, like, I kind of feel like they always do matches like this to find a number one contender. Yeah. I just want, like, one solid contender from the start. Like, just come out. I want the title. Well, then I would be complaining that they didn't earn it. But what if they... I don't know how... I mean, that's kind of they, like what Natalia Everything did. is. Everything here is then that it's, it's a tournament sort of thing. That's pretty much what Natalia did was that I, I deserve this. I want it now. And then she got it. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that aspect of it. But... I think that there may be better ways to go about it. I just, uh, I don't know. I like the, uh, the Styles clash that, uh, uh-huh. that he hit on Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that was pretty good. To Samoa Joe. Mm hmm. But yeah, if AJ Styles wins. He goes to the main event of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works pretty well for him. Next up, you had Naomi pick up the victory over Billy Kay. Um, nothing new here. This is a yeah, match kind of SmackDown. And kind of disappointed that Billy Kay lost. Yeah, Peyton tried to interfere. Naomi was able to knock her down and hit that sunset flip to pin Billy. But yeah, it doesn't make sense because Naomi's a singles competitor. Exactly. Unless she's going to get a tag team partner, which I think would be, I don't know, there's like nobody on the main roster that would be a tag team partner for Naomi. Naomi. 
Um, I just I don't see anyone. No, I don't either. Um, yeah, it's just things that Billy Kay lost, but I, I don't like you said. It's a singles wrestler going competing with the tag team uh, competitors. So, but next up, you had the WWE Universal Number One Contendership on the line. Well, qualifying match on the line. Uh, Baron Corbin picked up the victory over Drew McIntyre and The Miz. I'm actually really surprised Baron Corbin won. Uh, first of all, I thought the only person that should have won was Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. I like he took advantage big time. McIntyre hits the uh, Claymore on Miz, and then Corbin dumps McIntyre out of the ring to pick up the victory. I thought Shane would have been here to distract Miz or something, but that didn't happen. Which, like, the attack from last week only makes sense if something like that were to have happened, but... Yeah. Like, why did they continue a Miz storyline if that... They didn't... They didn't continue it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It doesn't really make too much sense. Um, but... And they continued it on SmackDown, too, which was kind of funny, but... Yeah. But I don't know what's going to be happening with Baron Corbin. I feel like he gets put in these positions, but then it's like he falls into nothing. Yeah. I mean, he I, I guess on, the same same thing could be said about here. I guess the same thing could be said about Braun Strowman too. I mean, why is he not involved in this? But she wasn't even on Raw. Yeah. Why? Maybe he's. I don't know. I don't know. Up next, Sami Zayn came out and uh, said he was much happier when he was traveling the world and showed off a bunch of pictures. <laughs> I think the promos are great. Yeah. Uh, I think there should be a See You in Hell t-shirt. I said that last week. You did? There needs I, to be one. I think that would be a good t-shirt, and I think that it should. I hope that it will continue. I hope that he's going to continue cutting promos like that. Do you think he'll be announced for the Money in the Bank matches? Yeah. Alexa Bliss will be announcing them next week, all the competitors on A Moment of Bliss for the women and men. Yeah, I think that he's definitely going to be used with that. I wonder who else, like, I wonder, first of all, how many people will be in it, if it's going to be like the standard six. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if it'll be like three from Raw, three from SmackDown, or if we'll have four. Uh, from each brand hmm and then like once you have that i wonder who will actually be in the match yeah how that's gonna work out i i can only assume kevin owens but i could see kevin owens having just a singles match like not even well does he not does kofi not have a challenger yet i don't think he has one yet oh then yeah so maybe he won't even be in that yeah, I can't. I don't think he has a challenger, so I think that he's going to actually challenge for it. Up next, Cesaro moved over to Monday Night Raw, uh, defeating Cedric Alexander. I guess Sheamus is still on SmackDown, but Cesaro still used the Bars theme song. So, who knows? I, I don't know what to trust with this. You know, I I don't know if because is this one the... week they're there, one week they're not. Yeah, is this the final? 
of the shakeup? Is it done? Like, is it officially done? Or next uh, week are we going to have more shakeup? It's so up? stupid. They continued it. They were like, oh, we continued it because it's so great or whatever. They were, uh, it's so stupid. Yeah, there really is no good reason. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I was surprised to see Cesaro win this. If anything, it just makes me very, it makes me question all of their decisions in storyline booking because it's like, all right, so let's take... Yeah, but the uh, people that they're moving aren't in storylines for the most part. But what I don't like is like, all right, so you take Cesaro and you put him onto Raw. But then the next week, oh, well, I guess kind of like who they do that with. Where they, Yeah, like Almas. They switch him and switch him. It's like, wait, but is it like, did they forget how to do a storyline or did they not have confidence in a storyline uh, for well with i think with almas it, and and vega and alistair black moving from smackdown to raw to smackdown i think had to have been because of relationships but they don't usually play that into factor i don't think so but it just i feel like that had to have been some sort of factor they usually don't play I think they, any they, of that. I think someone I read that it was like because there's not enough like Latino representation for October when they moved to Fox, but I really, really think it's because of relationships. I have no insider information whatsoever. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it just has to be. He really doesn't. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> but as far um, as this match goes, I thought it was good. Uh, it should yeah, be interesting no, it was to good... see where where Cedric goes from here. He already yeah, had his it was first a, loss. It was a really good match. I like the fact that Cedric was competitive with Cesaro, especially because he is a 205 guy. So well, it's always nice more, but... No, 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 but it's, it's good to see those also, former, well, say former 205 guys competing up against main roster guys. I hated, I hated that they were like Cedric Alexander's debuting on Raw when he's been on Raw tons of times. Yeah. Like, did we just forget before 205 Live was even a thing? Or not before it was a thing, before it was, like, like, not on Raw anymore? Yeah. They they don't care about all that. Up next, Charlie Caruso was interviewing the Usos, and the Revival cut them off. So it kind of seems like we're going to get some matches for, uh, no reason between them two, but I would hope, I hope to see that because I could see those matches being good. Yeah, I think that those would be really entertaining. It should be interesting to see. Like, I have to assume that Viking Raiders are going to be number one contenders, and probably take the titles off of Hawkins and Ryder soon. I mean, it's still interesting to see what's going to happen with NXT, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is all that pre-taped yet or no? I like legit. Is it no? What's gonna happen? I don't know. But Viking Raiders now they have a new name again. <laughs> uh, they were going to face Lucha House Party, but they beat them down before the the match even started. Which I don't get. Like, are they turning them heel? I don't know what's going on here. And I also, I think this name is dumb also. You got two NFL team names squashed together to form Viking Raiders. Well, Raiders isn't a team anymore. And it's still, still a team. 
I, I like Vikings Viking Raiders. I just I, I don't get it. I just wish. It I mean, War Raiders, Raiders would have been fine to keep, but you know, I, hey, Viking Raiders, I'm cool with. It's it's a weird. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Now coming to the ring, Viking Raiders. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it doesn't roll off the tongue, but. Uh, and then now their their old tag team name that was a week old is their tag team finisher name. Is their, it? Yeah, their tag team finisher name is the Viking Experience. Uh, I don't I don't like that though. I, I just I want Hanson and Roe back. Yeah, you're That's not gonna get that. all I want. But after they decimated Lucha House Party, Hawkins and Ryder were interviewed backstage about them. Um. They were basically saying that they've been established. They're an established team. War Raiders are new, or whatever. Viking Raiders are new. And then Ryder, I didn't, like, I don't know if this was ad-libbed or what, but Ryder called them smelly and horny. <laughs> and I don't know if he meant, like, like because they wear horns. <laughs> I, I would probably imagine because they wear horns, Brandon. But do they even wear horns? I don't know. Yeah, they're entrance. I don't know. Yeah, Viking horns. Do they, though? Yep. Uh, are you, like, 100% positive that they wear horns? Yeah, but... I know they wear, up, like, helmets and, like, hair, like... <laughs> next up, you had Becky Lynch cutting a promo and a half. Becky, two belts. Um, Dude, oh, one of them. Oh, well, they got... Yeah, they both wear horns. Okay. Okay. They wear a lot of horns. Mm, yeah. But who knows? Maybe Zach Ryder's got insider information. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so Becky, Becky Tubelts. Yeah, she was... This was a weird promo for me as well. Because she... it To me, it kind of seemed like she was insinuating that Lacey Evans was doing sexual favors to get a higher position backstage. Because she goes, while Lacey is backstage... Trying to further her career. Hmm. Well, maybe she didn't mean it that way. But, like, that just doesn't make sense to me. But Lacey came out and said that at Money in the Bank, she's going to teach a man how to respect a lady. And uh, that match, I guess, is set up. Walk like a lady, talk like a lady. But with Becky Lynch being both Raw and SmackDown's women's champion and the Iconics defending the tag team titles on both brands, the brand split for women is meaningless. What do you mean? It's meaningless. Because the, everyone's sh- sh- like shooting for either the tag team titles or the women's championship. Mm-hmm. And both those champions are on both brands i think that's uh, i mean at some point she's gonna lose one of them and here you have lacey evans challenging for the raw women's championship but to like fast forward a little bit to smackdown charlotte is trying to challenge for both of them so that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. i just don't get it but becky lynch goes on to have a match she defeats alicia fox which i by the way i thought this match was way too long we, haven't, we was... haven't seen Alicia Fox in maybe months. 
Actually, yeah. I thought this should have been like it, a quick victory, especially because Becky holds two titles, two belts. I was actually and, and you, surprised. And you're building her, building, billing her as like the man. I thought maybe she would look more like Asuka did in like NXT and prior to losing to Charlotte. Uh huh. But that doesn't that doesn't happen. She's like just a regular person. She's not a Superman. It doesn't make sense. No, and I was surprised that but Alicia Fox. Like, it was a real lackluster of a return. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the match ends, Lacey Evans rocked Becky with the woman's right. Oh, yeah. She clocked her pretty good. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Up Lacey next. Evans ending on top on that one. Up next, we had Robert Roode defeat Ricochet. Robert Roode has a mustache. <laughs> And he's going by the name of uh, Robert. Yeah, that's uh, about it. What's your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know if the the must... I don't know. Because, like, obviously it's, like, way similar to Rick Rude. With the, the mustache and everything. I don't know. I just... I don't know. Maybe they could reform some sort of Team Canada. I don't know. I Eric Young I, wasn't I, used I like, on Raw. I, I I don't mind the change of it to to Robert. I don't really get it, but it doesn't bother me. And the mustache, I don't care about either. Well, I mean, I don't care what he looks like. He can yeah. Well, I mean, like it, whether it's ripping off Rude or not. Well, I don't know it, if it's ripping it off, but it's like it's very very similar. Well, I mean, look at his entire spiel. His entire shtick is uh, is Rick Rude. Well, he doesn't do the gyrations. He used to. Mm, no. When he took off the robe. No. Maybe, uh, maybe you're thinking of Val Venus. That did not happen. There's no way he did that. Yeah, so he picked up the victory over Ricochet, though. Yeah. And they added those uh, little sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted out saying Ricochet is the Billy and Bar to 2019. Because they had that as their theme song. It opened oh. up the gunshot with the Ricochet. That's funny. <laughs> but up next was the Firefly Funhouse TV show. Yeah, so... I don't really uh, know what to say. Like, I was blown away with how crazy this was. You know, for months we haven't seen or heard of Bray Wyatt. We saw these promos and we we all assumed that it was Bray Wyatt, and this week for months, it, it was, was confirmed. Oh, for that months they he, haven't seen him. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was confirmed to be Bray Wyatt in the uh, Firefly Funhouse. He introduced us to his friends, um, Buzzy the Buzzard. Yeah. There's a rabbit whose name I don't know, and then the witch. The witch. I don't know if her name was like Pammy or something. Yeah, like Pammy the Witch or something like that. But and it seems like Bray's doing the voice of all of them. Uh, and this was just like Pee Wee's Playhouse, except with a chainsaw. Yeah, a little bit of Pee Wee, a little bit of Blues Clues, maybe a little Howdy Doody. Yeah, it was just very I think, weird. I think Rusev, but, Rusev might have hit it like really close to the to the nose on it. With uh, he he kind of compared it to Jim Carrey's TV show on Showtime, Kidding. Where, like, Jim Carrey plays a character kind of like, I don't know, 
kind of like uh, Mr. Rogers. Uh huh. But it's like he's surrounded by like puppets and, and everything else, so it's like kind of mixed with like Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. So that's what it it, it like really kind of reminds me of that as well. So just Russo. with the chainsaw though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's your take that he took a chainsaw to his old cutout? Uh, yeah, he's, I, I guess, just... saying it's like a new chapter. Or... Yeah, like, this is the old Bray Wyatt. I am the new. And, I mean, it, it's still the very bizarre Bray Wyatt. It's a new take on his character. I'm all for it. I'm intrigued. I want to see what's going to happen. I, I He cut a bunch we... of weight. He's got blonde hair now. I, I I just really hope to see more promos. I, I, I just want to watch promos. I was hoping that we were going to get a different version when it aired on SmackDown, but it was the same one. But I'm all for it. I think I want the theme song on iTunes, like a long version of it. <laughs> do, do you have the I, theme song memorized yet? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But this is the Bray Wyatt that we're... He gets. He's gonna get on the mic or whatever, and we're gonna be glued to whatever he's saying. This is the Bray Wyatt that we kind of lost. And then there were there were like people are already starting like, oh my god, there's a missing picture frame. Is he like? Is someone else gonna be in that house? Like, could it be Eric Young and Nikki Cross? So that would be interesting. That would that would be pretty interesting. That if he. Had a few people with that with the Nikki Cross, yeah. But I think that I hope it doesn't fade too quickly. You know, with his promos, I hope they don't get stale. And because it was a time where Bray Wyatt would start cutting promos, you're like, all right, it's your typical Bray Wyatt promo now. Same thing with Paul Heyman. He got to a point where it's the same Paul Heyman promo now. Um, same Punk, the same thing. Where at first they are so spot on, where you want to listen to every single word. But then after a little bit of time, it's like, eh, I'm okay. Which, it's, by it's the okay. way, did, did you see the rumors that he might have returned at a at a an indie show? What do you mean? In like dressed in like a sweatshirt and a mask to help Ace Steel win a match or something? No, I didn't see. Yeah, something like that happened. But nobody can confirm that. But. We're really huh. glad that you're our friend, and this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. That's interesting. <laughs> Those are the lyrics, by the way. Oh, gotcha. Nice. Well, main uh, event time. Yeah, AJ Styles picking up the victory over Baron Corbin, which I thought Baron Corbin should have won this. I thought Baron Corbin should have 100% gone to Money in the Bank to face Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Because a loss for him here doesn't in a match like that doesn't matter, but I think a loss for AJ Styles kind of does. Like, hmm. like this is kind of like a throwaway match to because I, I don't think AJ Styles is going to dethrone the King Slayer or B Slayer, whatever it is. Hmm. I I don't think so either, but I am really excited for uh, the matchup. Also, they said this is the first time we are ever seeing this. I could swear I, we've seen. I was about to bring that up too. I maybe not. I no. I we had to have seen it. That's the thing. They said it was the first time ever, and I'm like, I feel like I saw this, but then, and like, I had to rewind to re-listen to them saying it. 
Like, we had to have had Seth Rollins versus maybe not as like a singles match or something. I don't no. know. I know there's a picture of him kneeing. Uh, I think kneeing AJ Styles. So I think that could just be like a Survivor Series thing. Maybe. And then there was like a live event where it was a triple threat with him and Dean, I think. And obviously Tyler Black versus AJ Styles, but but I don't know if we've ever seen. I mean, we definitely have not seen a one-on-one in WWE as per the internet. Really? That's weird that that hasn't happened, you know? Like, you, you'd think that people on WWE television, they've already faced each other multiple times. I mean, especially since how long AJ Styles has been in the company. It's been, like, three years. Yeah. It's not like he's never been on Monday Night Raw. Or vice versa. Before the brand split, they were definitely there. Yeah. Um, but I, I think... Baron oh, Corbin, here we go. I think Corbin should have won that match. Wait. What? No. You're not gonna find it. No. But after gonna... after the match, uh Seth Rollins came out and shook AJ Styles' hand. Um I'm excited for that match. I really am. I'm gonna have to watch uh, that match on a delay. Why? Uh, I'll be in Disney World. I thought about live tweeting the series finale of Game of Thrones because of how stupid the show is. But I'm also, that's the same night as Money in the Bank. And I'll still, I'll be in Disney. So. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But moving over to SmackDown, Shane O'Mac opened the show to talk about what Roman Reigns did to Vince McMahon. Which I thought was really funny. He goes, what kind of man does that to someone's father? <laughs> so I thought that was funny because they just did a whole thing with Miz and Mr. Miz. Mm. Uh, and I also I thought it was funny. At one point, Shane meant to say Mount Rushmore, but he said Route Mushmore. <laughs> and it was trending worldwide. worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. He's funny. He's funny. Um, non-title matchup, Finn oh, Balor. Boy. Before, I mean, Roman Reigns oh. came out. He was oh, yeah. he was asking what he should do with Roman Reigns, like suspend him, fire him, whatever. Reigns came out and uh, threw down his microphone. Shane throws down his mic. It looks like they're about to fight. And Elias attacked uh, Roman Reigns from behind. Reigns uh, maybe got the upper hand a little bit, but uh, it left... Uh, both of them, Elias and uh, Shane on top. And then later on, via song, Elias challenged Reigns to a match at Money in the Bank. And then after that, Roman Reigns accepted it. So we have that as a one-on-one match at Money in the Bank, which is kind of stupid because you both could have been in the Money in the Bank ladder match and maybe had an opportunity to cash in. So, yeah. It's another, like, useless Roman Reigns match. Just like WrestleMania, this could have been on Raw. This could have just been on SmackDown. And especially because Elias came from Raw, it feels like this match literally could have just taken place on Monday Night Raw. I I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. But as you were saying, Finn Balor defeated Andrade 
Uh, Andrade, like we said, moved to SmackDown again. Zelina tried to interfere, but uh, it didn't work. No, she tried. And I, but like she failed. I, I mean, I've been saying this for a bit now, I guess, but I really, I hate the fact that the titles have changed every month since um, December. December. That sounded weird. December, but it's like become a thing for the IC title. So maybe in May we'll see Andrade become IC champion. Huh. Maybe. Like, I just want Amos to win a, a title already. It's been. I, you know, hopefully sooner than later. I mean, at this rate right now, it looks like it's possible. But. I don't know. I just, I still am confused with this entire switch over. And it's, I mean, dude, it had flair was not moving to raw. So it seems like maybe because she was left on SmackDown without Amos, they had to move her and they moved Zelina Vega because she's with Amos on the mic. And they moved Alistair black because he's with Vega. Hmm. Hey guys. But if you want to say it's because of the Latinos, I have no idea. No clue. Up next, Kyrie Sane defeats Peyton Royce, which uh, they showed a clip earlier before this match began uh, with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville telling Paige that she made a big mistake. Uh, but as far as the match goes, this was a very quick match. Like it was just a showcase for Kyrie. Yeah, and it showed her off perfectly. Yeah. Up next was a really weird Aleister Black promo. Kind of seemed like he might be turning heel. So I don't uh, know where this is going to lead to. Yeah, what's going to happen with... I, I There's really no point to turn him uh, heel. I Yeah, I don't know. And it's like, it's weird. Like, at least they had a promo for him, though. Because you had people, Buddy Murphy wasn't mentioned this week. Apollo Crews wasn't mentioned. I forget who, Mickey James wasn't mentioned. No. A lot of the people were left off. Just like Eric Young, like on Raw. Why, if you're going to switch their brand and then not do anything with them, like why, it just doesn't make sense. If it, if it turns out that, like, Bray Wyatt's brand is going to be Monday Night Raw and Eric Young just happens to be with Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. you could have left him on SmackDown but kept him off TV. You already had him off TV. Yeah. For the most part. He appeared the the SmackDown before WrestleMania, but before that, how many times? I don't I don't get it. But after this, Chad Gable was supposed to be facing Jinder Mahal, who is now back on SmackDown with the Singh brothers. Another weird... Like, this this happened this past week. It doesn't make sense. But Lars Sullivan came out and attacked everyone. And then R-Truth came out and brawled with Sullivan to very little effect. So, I'm thinking maybe this leads to John Cena making the save eventually. Because our truth is always putting over how like John Cena's his hero and whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe it could lead to like we've all we've heard those rumors of like oh John Cena's supposed to face Lars Sullivan at WrestleMania. It 
Yeah, and it would be pretty. And then John Cena could come out and stick up for our truth, and then they could be rapping buddies together, put out an album. It is pretty funny that back in the day, uh, Truth used to like put on these uh, rap against uh, Cena, like not legit like Eminem style, but like he would have raps taking shots at him when he was with TNA. I don't remember. Nah. But who knows? Up next, Charlotte Flair came out, cuts a promo about how Becky Lynch didn't beat her at WrestleMania. And it's so dumb because she questions, she goes, oh, why should Becky Lynch be both both brands champions if she didn't pin me? And it's like the, the match stipulation is why. It was winner yeah. take all. And Becky Lynch came out, told her to go to the back of the line. Bailey comes out, and uh, she wants a title shot. And it stinks. I don't know. It sets up a one versus one match to see who's going to face Becky at Money in the Bank, which that stinks because the next match was Charlotte Flair defeating Bailey to become number one freaking contender. I, I like the match because it's like there's new it, it life, was, uh, there's new I, life in Bailey, but unfortunately, did it's, you hope, it's freaking did, Flair again. I, I, it, it's sickening to want to look at that pay per view poster and see Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch again. I was actually surprised to say that I actually thought that this was a good match with uh, it was with a good Bailey. match. I just can't keep seeing that that. One on one, Flair versus Becky again. I know. I'm so tired of it. Yeah. I'm like I'm. I'm fine with Becky working twice in one pay per view, but against Flair again. I mean, like, come on. I know it's not necessary. Like you all, like oh, it's gonna be new, 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 new. Guess what? How many times we've we seen that match? Not new. Not at all. Also, well, by the way. I think uh, there's rumors that Jeff Hardy, this has nothing to do with Becky Lynch and Charlotte. I think there's rumors that Jeff Hardy might have been injured. So they're now, they're still tag team champions doing nothing. They've, they're not, they were, they cut a promo last week. They weren't mentioned this week. You had R-Truth tag with Matt Hardy at a live event, I believe, against the club. So I don't know what's going to go on with the SmackDown tag division. Not that there is a tag division. Yeah. Which is super unfortunate. But the uh, main event of SmackDown was Kofi Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Kofi picked up the victory there. You had uh, by disqualification, I think, right? Yeah, by DQ. Uh, but Kofi Kingston, not Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens and uh, Xavier Woods were on commentary, the the New Day commentary table, which I always think is great. But at the end of the match, Rusev broke up the the before the pinfall. Yeah, before Kofi could get the the win, Rusev broke it up. Kevin Owens helps Xavier Woods and Kofi fight them off, but he ends up attacking Kofi Kingston. And this attack, though, it was very random, too. I mean, you saw he was helping him stuff. But then right at the end, it was just a swift sidekick. I really, I thought, again, just like last week, when 
He lifted up, I think it was Kofi last week. He lifted Xavier Woods up again this week. Or not again, but this week to to hit a dive to the outside. I thought mm-hmm. that, that was going to be a pop-up powerbomb again. Because I cannot trust the Kevin Owens character. And rightfully nah. so here. Because he helps. Kofi pushes Kevin Owens out of the way from Nakamura. Hits mm-hmm. Trouble in Paradise. And boom. Gets hit with that super kick. He continues to beat down Kofi. There was a quick moment where Kofi fought him back, and uh, you had uh, Xavier Woods try to help Make him out, this... but he he ends up getting power bombed onto the ring well, apron. He definitely bit the bullet for him. I mean, he without him, Kofi Kingston was going to get power bombed right into the side of the apron, yeah, of the ring. And then you had Xavier Woods make that save with the drop kick through the um, through the ropes, but for taking that for biting the bullet, I mean, he ended up t- taking that power bomb and he was squirming around. And who knows if he's going to be out? This may end up being a well, legit one-on-one match with Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston without New Day being that's, around. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So, and it maybe it'll be ending. I mean, I. Again, because I don't see Kofi losing to to him. Mm-hmm. I definitely... It's tough. I... I don't know. Also... I could see, I, I could see him losing. I could see him legit losing it. But I don't want to. I don't think so. What do you mean? I I don't I don't think Kofi's gonna lose it. I don't. I don't know if he's gonna lose it. I don't think he's gonna lose it at all. But I was about to jump back to when we were talking about the tag team titles. Uh huh. Almost certain the B team were switched to SmackDown. Yeah, they had a they wrestled a dark match. Yeah. So. Yeah, they wrestled a dark match over there on SmackDown. So I I believe you. I think that they are officially on SmackDown now. But overall it wasn't like the greatest episodes of Raw and SmackDown. Mm, it left a lot to be desired. It really did. Yeah, I, and I think like I don't know. I mean the 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 Monday Night Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania was like eh. The shakeup was eh. Mhm. Mhm. So. I mean, it's tough to be supported. I, I I didn't mind the shakeup. I actually liked the shakeup. What I didn't like was all the moves that were done after the shakeup to kind of like negate it, where they're like what they did with Almas. I was fine with him. I just think I think the shakeup is dumb, and we need like a like we need a draft sort of thing. I get like the McMahons are all in charge, so there's no need for a draft. But. Hmm. If you're having the roster split, a shakeup is just still, it's just, it's not good enough for me. Yeah. And to top it off, WWE kind of stole our tweet on, on Tuesday. WWE, stealing tweets. I tweeted out, big O, no mo. <laughs> and WWE, like five minutes later, tweets out, big O is no more. Interesting. You know, it's... It's a sad day when WWE steals our tweet and they don't even follow us. Yeah. And also, what really kind of like pisses me off is after SmackDown, they have 205 Live, obviously. But 
on the USA Network, they air Ms. and Mrs. And they don't even tweet about 205 Live. Last week, there was a few tweets, but this week, I don't think there were any. Hmm. And it's like, how are you not going to put over the, the account that, like, not the account, like the, the WWE Network show? Yeah. They, they tweet from the 205 Live account, but if you compare that to WWE and WWE Universe, there's millions compared to thousands. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't get it. You're, like, setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, but uh, that's Raw and SmackDown. There's no uh, indie stuff. There's no outside the ring stuff. So, Dave, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. First off, go check out Robert Evans. Um, Yeah, he was a writer for WWE. He recently quit WWE. He used to be a wrestler for Chikara. Um and now he looks like he's going to be making a return to the wrestling ring. Um, rumor has it that he quit or he was his job was put in jeopardy because someone at the Hall of Fame mentioned Vince McMahon. Uh, but that's just a rumor. Who and knows? The segment was his that he was producing it. And I guess Vince McMahon, the whole, that's why the whole thing with DX happened, where they kept mentioning Vince. Oh, Huh. But who who really knows the truth of that, you know? Who really knows? But, yeah. So, Robert Evans, go give him a follow. He actually put out this really funny promo uh, in regards to him leaving WWE, where he had a sign that says, we'll wrestle for food. And then he's like, I don't want to wrestle unless. And then he changes it to, we'll wrestle Orange Cassidy for food. This match, I feel like, would probably be Chris's uh, mark out moment of the week. <laughs> but you know, I feel like he would definitely mark out for that match. Um, also, Cody uh, Rhodes he has a book signing coming up of his book Heart of the Mountain. It's going to be May twenty six, eleven to two p.m. Um, where? Yeah, this, where? That is a good question. It's going to be happening at Starcast. Oh yeah, okay. Starcast is not this weekend. No, no, not this weekend. Did you uh, say but, this weekend? <laughs> no, no, I did not. May 26th. Yeah, okay. May 26th. But, yeah, he's going to be... He, uh-huh. I was going to say Undertaker and Kurt Angle got pulled from that event. Yeah. What's your take on that? Also, Undertaker, he had a UK show overseas, obviously, because that's where the UK is. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but he was, it was going to be like him... I guess being interviewed and telling stories from WWE history and then doing a, an autograph signing... He, I believe, got replaced with Mick Foley doing the storytelling part, and Taker will still be there signing autographs. Oh. So it's interesting. I I read, uh, I kind of forgot everything, but I read what, like, Conrad was saying. Like, I tried to, like, work with WWE. I thought I was working with WWE here. Like, I'm going through the, the management now to do everything. I was like, let me keep Kurt. Let me uh, get maybe Shawn Michaels to replace it. So I don't know what's going to – I think they're going to – I think WWE said they're going to give him people like uh, equivalent or whatever of Undertaker and Kurt Angle. But I don't know. 
you can't give it like there's no equivalent to Undertaker. No, and it's just weird that they I mean, I totally understand them pulling the both of them from Starcast. It's kind of weird that they would do such a thing, though, because there's all those things about WWE's not worried about uh, about AEW yet. Now you're pulling them. Yeah, well, I don't. I I know. Also, I think something else Conrad had mentioned was that he was like, "Let me have Vince McMahon, Triple H, or Stephanie come in and do it, Uh and we'll donate all the proceeds to a charity." Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I don't know what will happen with that. Yeah, I I I mean that would be a, a good equivalent to Undertaker. I know that. I don't. I don't see Vince. There McMahon is doing no it. Undertaker, though. Yeah, but it's still like I think at this rate in their career, like Triple H and Stephanie rarely do signings, and when they do, they do those charity ones. Mm-hmm. So it's I think something somewhat equivalent. I know an Undertaker appearance is way more rare than yeah, exactly Triple H appearance. No, that's the thing with that. And then, like, a few other things to note. I mean, Nia Jax, you mentioned recently the ACL. She's going to be having surgery tomorrow. Um, well, on Friday, she's undergoing surgery to repair the ACLs. So, but what do you think about the Sasha Banks thing, too, before I go on? Because we didn't even really mention much of it, but... I thought we did about last her, week. But we didn't really say about, like, she's going to be potentially sitting out the entire... Well, I guess, punch. like, Neville did. I have, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't know what's, we don't know a full story here. We just know what we read on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, I it's... hope that doesn't come to the... I hope that's not the case. I still had hope for a four-horsewomen battle. Yeah. Yeah. With it... Rousey maybe having kids now, uh, and Sasha Banks maybe being gone from the company, that leaves it for three-on-three, three, but that's still not like... You don't want three-on-three, yeah, three, you want the four-on-four four experience. I agree with you. That's the first time. No, it's not because we said Viking experience earlier. Never mind. Yeah, that was. All right, Brandon, you got any uh, shout outs? Brandon, shout outs! Lunatics is getting the first shout out. It's a show on Netflix. It's Chris Lilly's show, I should say. Uh, if you don't remember, I'm talking to you now, Dave. If you don't know Chris Lilly, <laughs> he had the Summer Heights High. No, I don't remember. And when you started saying, because you, I'll let you guys know, he did say pay attention to my <laughs> shameless pl- my shout outs before he started recording. And I'm paying attention. When you said the name, I'm thinking, I'm like, I have no clue who do this you, person is. Do you not remember Summer Heights High? No, I don't. What? It aired oh, here on HBO. Was it the one with the with Jonah? Uh, blank you miss? Yeah. Okay, I remember. So, yeah, it's his new show with six different characters. I, so far, I'm enjoying it. I know uh, I saw one person write a, a really bad review on it, which I I wrote to them saying, you sound like, I, I wrote, I, I was like, you sound old and sad, boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm happy he's back with a new show, new characters. Um, yeah. Up next is going to John Cena because he hosted Ellen the other day. 
So I think it's always great to see wrestling brought to an audience that wouldn't normally be tuning in for wrestling. Oh, man. If only we had that on the clinic. Oh, I, do you normally watch Ellen? Uh, it's, sometimes I toss it on. Uh, I just try to find anything for the patients to watch. Sometimes I'll toss on Ellen, like, just because we only have, like, 12 stations. Um, so, yeah. But usually the definite that's always on TV is Wayne Brady. Mm. Deal or no deal. No, yeah, deal or no deal. It was kind of cool. Like, one of the guests was uh, Jenna Dewan. No, let's make a deal. Used to be married to uh, Channing Tatum. Who's the name? She's an actor. Jenna Dewan. I don't know her. Yeah, well, she's she's an actress and dancer also, but um, she was saying how her boyfriend now is like big time into wrestling, so she watches it with him. Uh-huh. And for WrestleMania, she wasn't with him, but still had to order the pay per view. I don't know if she meant order like order order or get the WWE Network. Yeah. Um, because she needed to see whether or not Becky Lynch was going to win the main <laughs> event. And I thought that was really cool. And John Cena was like, "Let me say this. This was really cool too." It was like he was saying it was like it's cool like cuz she does she's not a wrestling fan but now she is. Yeah, that's stuff like that is always pretty interesting when you get to hook someone that's not a pro wrestling fan into pro wrestling. It's kind of something that you take pride on a little bit. And it's just fun because these people I mean, for example, uh Brad, uh cousin Brad he wasn't a pro wrestling fan. And then we watching we... WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? Extreme rules. I, I don't remember, but yeah, he became a big pro wrestling fan because of uh, us talking about it and everything like that. So things like that, it's always, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the last shout out is going to the shields final chapter, uh, which oh, it, oh. really, it wasn't a great event, but I think it was still cool to see a live event on the WWE network. Huh. I thought you were talking about like Agents of the Shield. No, no. You, you <laughs> I, had, just like, uh, I was just like, dude, that's a dead giveaway of something. <laughs> final chapter. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, obviously, if they're la- if their next season is dude, that, I hope that's not. Like, don't put that out there. <laughs> I don't want that to be their last season. I didn't say it. You did. I already had no. In regards to WWE, you made it about Marvel. I mean, no, you made it about Marvel. I'm just just saying. No. Just saying. But you had uh, Finn Balor pick up the victory over Elias to retain the Intercontinental Championship. There, I thought for sure. I was like, oh, it's obviously he's going to face Andrade. And Andrade is going to pick up the victory and bring the title over to Ross. And Samoa Joe's on SmackDown still. But little did I know, Andrade was moving to SmackDown. Joe was moving to Raw. So they switched the championships over. Uh, you also had Bailey and Ember Moon defeat the Riot Squad, which I thought was kind of dumb because you had Bailey on SmackDown cut a promo like, oh, I'm going to be a singles competitor. And then that night on SmackDown, she got put in a tag team match. And then this night, she was in a tag team match. And then the Riot Squad, it was Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot, the only person that wasn't on SmackDown. I mean, they, they're both on SmackDown. Uh, no, they're both on Raw now, still. Bailey and Ember Moon are on SmackDown. Liv Morgan is on SmackDown, yet she was left out of the match. Mm. And she wasn't on TV this week. And then, obviously, what everyone came to that live event to... Uh, well, actually, they probably came to the live event just because it was a live event. 
Mm-hmm. It was probably uh, it was definitely billed later on as the Shield's final chapter, but uh, you had the Shield picking up their final victory over Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. It was cool. The commentary team was uh, actually ringside, right up against the apron, so it made for some cool spots here and there. Yeah, and yeah, it was. Uh, Hopefully we get more live events. I th- I still think it was cool to see that the live from Madison Square Garden event, the uh, the Beast of the East from Japan I mean, was cool. Yeah, those are cool. But like we were hoping to see some sort of a tag uh, title change, and that didn't happen. It seemed like it was just a lackluster kind of a deal. Well, I think what ultimately they really just wanted to do was air Dean Ambrose's final match, and it's like how could we just air? I mean, why is Aleister Black and Ricochet teaming on it? Well, because they were still a team at that time. Oh, gotcha. It was it was Sunday. Everything happened Monday, I guess. That's true. So, but those are my shout outs. Now it's time for Ow. Ow. Right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I just want to first say that I like. I don't think the Bray Wyatt segment counts as marking out because I'm still confused by it. Yeah, I think that if we, <laughs> but I'm I mean, still like I'm very much so looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely marked out for it, but still like wrapping my mind over what I just watched. Also, I think uh, kind of like a half win here. That War Raiders are coming closer to getting their name back. I'll take Viking Raiders over over Viking Experience. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to then learn Eric and Ivar, but I would really appreciate it <laughs> if they gave him Hanson and Row back. I don't think we're gonna get that. Mm, it's a shame, but I think uh, maybe the bigger thing. It, like the independent circuit of wrestling this week is a former, now former WWE superstar announcing a match of sorts at AEW. Yeah. Dustin Rhodes will be making his debut for AEW. Which I guess everybody will be making their debut for AEW since they haven't had a show yet. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he announced that he has left WWE and he'll very be quietly a too. New chapter. But here's what's a, kind of annoying with that is that Ryan Satin like reported that I think weeks ago, and Goldust said, "Oh, don't believe everything you you read on the internet." but in like a less kind of nice way, kind of like, Mm -hmm. so that to me, another time that that happened was with, uh, Cassius Ono. When Ryan Satin, I think it was reported that Ono was coming back to WWE and Cassius was like, no, no, that's not true. Mm -hmm. So it, it like it, to me, it kind of sucks that like you have somebody who's actually trying to report stories and then they get shut down and like said like oh no it's fake that's not true and then it turns out to be true it like they they discredit him but then it turns out to be true 
I I'm okay with that stuff. I think that pro wrestling. I mean, because we always make fun and tease these uh, news, news sites. sites because we don't like we don't like them. We don't like that they're what they do and stuff like that. And I mean, outside of there's, uh, no, there's a difference, machine. but there's a difference <laughs> between like reporting actual like so and so is not with the company anymore, and like oh my god, Zack Ryder went tanning today. Russell Zone. And got helped by Dolph Ziggler to nair his back or something like that. I mean, Wrestling Inc. we like, Pro Wrestling Sheet, but... Although Wrestling Inc., I clicked on to a, a few articles the other day, and, like, the grammar was just... They weren't full sentences. It, would, it made no sense. No, they... But... Well, I, I, the, the I'm main, okay with main, him. I was going to say the main takeaway here is that Goldust, for, for now at least, is no more. Yeah. And, uh... I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm okay with this entire um, saying no. I like I'm just not. refuting all of that. Just, I'm okay just with that. Just don't respond. I'm okay with that. I would say just but, don't respond instead of like calling. I he like cursed. He basically. I don't know. I just I don't like that. I I like it a lot, and I think that this video was pretty uh intense him retire like i guess this would be him retiring it yeah I mean, he uh instead of painting his face gold and black it's red and black yeah he said goodbye which um, i don't like t- to me i don't know if dustin rhodes needs his face painted to face cody i think that it's I don't think I don't think it's necessary. I don't know if he's going to actually end up painting his face for it or not. Well, what I'm also noticing is it's, it's more that it does look to resemble a little bit like Darth Maul again. Uh... Like, despite, like the red and black, and then he has a little. It looks like of some potential thorns coming around the eyebrow. Um, I didn't see it like that. But regardless, I mean, that's, that's one. 15. That's one. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out where you can pick out a regardless. That's two. ProWrestlingTees.com slash slash marking out. Pick up some um, t-shirts, some merch. I think, that, I think that this is the match that should have happened at WrestleMania a few years ago. And yeah. unfortunately, it did not. Yeah. To me, this doesn't look anything like Darth Maul. This reminds me more of a Kane mask. I could see that, too. Like, this is 100%. It, it just... This looks like 2002 Kane. I am I am it's happy with. that is I am happy that it's taking place at AEW on their own grounds where they they could have a twenty five minute match as opposed to at WrestleMania where yeah we would love to see it but realistically Unless, it's going to be maybe a five to nine minute match. But again, remember the All In show. They they the time was screwed up and they had a, a curfew or whatever I believe. Hmm. So everything was cut short. That's true. Well, I think that learn from your mistakes too. Um, I feel like they're gonna make a lot of adjustments with that. Also, at this point, with that the the backing that they have, who cares about a curfew? Well, I mean, we do. I mean, we could barely make it through the entire uh, New Japan. Well, that's you. I can make it through it. No, you said that it was a little bit tiring at the end. I don't know if I said that. You said yet you understood. Well, yeah, I understand, but <laughs> it's not like I don't. Know, I mean, it's just I don't know. I but the AEW show is not going to be six hours, seven hours long. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what else you got? That's that's it. Well, 
Go ahead. Take it away. Thank you so much for checking out Marking Out, episode 429. You can check it out, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, as well as MarkingOut.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at Chris Sweendog, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. If you have to email us, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Watch our Cooking with Brandon episodes. Watch our other videos. Uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash out 11 Give us the old like ski on Facebook, facebook.com slash out And prowrestlingtees.com slash out We wish you the, the best. best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fan.